Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Balanced Hormones, Balanced Life. This is your host, Stephanie. I am so excited to be back again this week to give you some amazing information, especially if you are a lady out there that is looking to become pregnant, have had difficulty becoming pregnant, and is dealing with a boatload of stress. In my private Facebook group, I posed a question earlier this week. On a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being extremely high, what is your stress level? A lot of the ladies answered 7 and higher, and I completely understand. When I was working my 9 to 5 job, my stress levels would skyrocket. A lot of times I came home, drained, you know, came home and decided to cook dinner and just wanted to plop down on the couch. And of course, stress has a huge impact on our overall health and well-being, including our sex drive. So after a long day of work or a long week of work, the last thing I was thinking about was being sexually active with my husband. I just wanted to rest. And if you can agree with me on that, you know that that makes it even harder to get pregnant, especially if you're not even in the mood to become active. The thing about it is that we live in this fast-paced modern world where feeling stress is unfortunately an everyday occurrence because this is something that we're used to, right? We, we don't know how to turn off our, the distractions. We don't know how to turn off our social media um, our phones, we're always on the go, we're always accessible. And so our stress levels become very high. A lot of ladies deal with anxiety. And of course, anxiety rises during that time of the month, which we are on our menses. And if you are trying to get pregnant for the first time, coping with fertility problems like secondary infertility or negotiating if IVF treatment is the way to go, it can be a very stressful situation and it can feel very overwhelming and cause you to have more anxiety. So studies show that stress and anxiety can cause challenges to one's fertility and it can amplify what you've already experienced as a result of that situation. Anxiety, stress, depression, and other mental health challenges are notoriously bad at taking direction, going away, especially when you need them to. So when we're talking about stress, including situations like trying to get pregnant, it's important to understand the impacts that they have and how to migrate that stress that you have in your life. Because stress plus fertility is going to create a lot of problems. So when you're feeling anxious, your nervous system starts to release the stress hormone, such called cortisol. And those hormones begin to manifest in things like increased heart rate, shallow breathing, high blood pressure, lack of sleep, all of these things, right? Racing thoughts, the list goes on and on. People experience stress in other ways too, such as sadness, irritability, insomnia, um, headaches, all of those things. Because of this whole fight or flight situation response that you've heard of before numerous of times, that gets triggered when extremely stress, stressful situations arise. Your body does not know the difference between being chased by a saber-toothed tiger and dealing with the stress of a deadline coming up. And it causes things to shut down. 
that are not necessarily for survival. That is including the reproductive system. Because in order to survive, you really do not need to reproduce. This is why your period can be late and why you're experiencing high levels of stress for an extended period of time. The science backing up the relationship between stress and fertility is fairly robust. There is a ton of information out there that you can find that talks about the impacts between the stress that we have on a day-to-day basis and how it impacts our fertility. So all you have to do is take a quick Google search and you'll come across something. In October 2018, researchers used information from Pregnancy Study Online, which tracks couples for 12 months or until they become pregnant. Using the perceived stress scale, they looked at the stress levels of 4,769 women and 1,272 men who do not have a history of infertility and hadn't been trying to conceive for longer than six menstrual cycles. The perceived stress scale questionnaire evaluates the degree to which the patient perceives her life circumstances to be overwhelming and uncontrollable. The scale stresses questions range from zero, never in their life, have they ever experienced unpredictable stress, to 40, where she often feels this way. And it collects information about income, diet, sleep, behavior, frequency of intercourse, and race and ethnicity. The researchers found that women with that perceived stress scale score of at least 25 were 13% less likely to conceive than women who had scored under 10. Women who had been trying to conceive for three or more menstrual cycles before they joined the study, and women over 35 were also more likely to struggle with conception. For men, there is no association between the high levels of the perceived stress score and conception. But in couples, when the women had a perceived stress score of 20 or higher and the men of a score under 10, they were about 25% less likely to conceive. In other words, the studies suggest that when one person is more stressed than the other, then it's harder to become pregnant. As a scientific evidence aside, place it all aside, let's really be honest. If you're trying to get pregnant via intercourse, opposed to any kind of IVF treatment, stress about whether or not it's going to work, this time isn't going to contribute to an atmosphere that makes you want to get it on. It's going to make it very hard to be in the mood. Really, again, when you are super stressed out, and I tell this to a lot of my clients that are trying to become pregnant, if you have no space in your house and in your personal life to have a child, your body is going to do the thing that it needs to do, which is going to shut down its reproductive system because it knows that it, first, first and foremost, you can't take good care of yourself. So how on earth are you going to be able to care for somebody else? It is a way of protecting itself. So don't beat yourself up if you're having a hard time conceiving naturally or if your IVF treatments are not going your way. You really need to take a look at what is going on in your life and if stress is on the rise, handling that first and foremost before you take the next steps. A reminder, there are many factors that influence your ability to get pregnant, including your age and your health of your reproductive organs. And not every study points to a study 
study um, link between the stress and fertility challenges. There are some other ones that show that it's not as high, but still, you need to make sure that you are taking care of yourself. You need to learn how to manage the psychological side effects associated with stress that is also causing infertility. First and foremost, think about your mental health holistically. Simply relaxing does not cure infertility. You really need to look at what is at play and what you need to eliminate or simplify in your household in order to make relaxing more um, common and to lower those stress levels overall. Connect with your body through yoga and meditation. I know it might sound kind of crazy, and yes, it is known to help reduce stress in both men and women, but there's a lot of different yoga exercises that you can try out that is going to help with um, increasing your fertility. I'm actually looking at getting a certification on helping women create um, a yoga routine that will help increase their fertility as part of an upcoming program that I'm going to be releasing this um, spring for fertility health. So stay tuned for that. Other things like trying alternative medicine, such as acupuncture, um, oriental medicine, Ayurveda, which I study. These are all really great techniques that you can use along with yoga to help the parent cope with stress and in turn, increase their fertility. It's also really great to lower your stress levels even when you are pregnant because you don't want to cause any stress in your child's life. That's going to cause them to have an increased anxiety as they grow up. You might want to consider professional help. When your stress and anxiety is excessive, then you're looking at ways to take it one step further, and that might actually be seeing a psychologist, um, a therapist, someone that you can talk it out with more than what you can kind of deal with on your own, more than the self-care, more than the yoga exercises, sometimes really seeking out that professional help for your mental health and well-being is a key. The stigma of mental health illness is out there a lot, but at the end of the day, you really need to make sure that your health and your well-being is great. I've seen so many women that are not dealing with that. And of course, depression ends up coming along. And if you are pregnant, I highly suggest that you also continue along with seeing someone professional so that you can be able to have some coping mechanisms if down the line that um, postpartum depression does kick in. So you always want to make sure that you are seeing some kind of professional help, whether that is a counselor, whether that is a good friend, someone that you can talk to throughout the process and ensure that you are getting your overall health and wellness going. If you have any other questions when it comes to stress levels and how to reduce them, or when it comes to fertility and how to increase your chances of fertility, please feel free to reach out to me. This week on my Facebook page, I'm actually covering stress. So I talked about the topic yesterday, Wednesday, and I will also be talking on Self-Care Sunday about techniques to help you to reduce the amount of stress in your life. Again, ladies, this is a very important topic, not just for fertility, but for overall health and wellness. You want to make sure that you are balancing your hormones properly, increasing your fertility, increasing your sex drive, and decreasing the amount of stress so that you are able to have 
of balanced hormones and balanced life. And until next time, I hope you are enjoying this episode. If you do, please do me a favor and go over to your listening platform, leave a rating and review, and share this episode with a friend that you think would benefit from it. If you have any friends out there that have been struggling with um, infertility or is considering IVF treatments and you know that her stress levels are super high, please share this episode with her so that she knows that there's other factors at play that is causing her to have a hard time getting fertile and conceiving. She's probably putting a lot of blame on herself. So this will kind of reduce a lot of that and then also help her to get the the solutions that she needs to have so that she knows that one of the underlying factors of her infertility could be caused to the amount of stress that she has in her life. I will see you all next week for another episode. I love you all and have a great, amazing week. Bye for now.